0: Welcome to Making Connections News. I'm your host, Mimi Pickard. On this episode, we hear from Black Lung Association members and other Appalachian leaders who are calling on Congress to reinstate the fees supporting the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund. We hear from a January 14th press conference organized by the National Black Lung Association, Appalachian Voices, and the Appalachian Citizens Law Center. The group presented a letter signed by over 65 organizations calling on Congress to take action to restore the excise fee supporting the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund. The excise fee was cut by more than half when the Build Back Better bill was not passed at the end of 2021. When the Black Lung Benefits Program began in the late 1960s, it was thought that stricter coal dust controls in the mines would lead to an eventual end of the disease that has crippled and killed so many miners. For a variety of reasons, that has not happened. Instead, there's a new upswing in miners at ever younger ages contracting black lung. Rebecca Shelton, research director at Appalachian Citizens Law Center in Whitesburg, describes the increasing
1: need for black lung benefits. Thank you all for being here today. My name is Rebecca Shelton. i the Director of Policy and Organizing at Appalachian Citizens Law Center based in Whitesburg, Kentucky. Um, so, you know, coal miners and their communities are facing an epidemic amid our COVID pandemic. Um, black lung disease has risen to historically unprecedented levels. Since 2000, after decades of decline, the number of U.S. coal miners diagnosed with black lung disease has dramatically increased. Incidence rates of black lung disease have hit a 25-year high in Appalachian coal mining states and have reached epidemic levels in coal communities across the nation. In central Appalachia, where we're based, one in five veteran miners has the disease and the rate of miners being diagnosed with the most severe form of the disease progressive massive fibrosis, or you might hear it referred to as complicated black lung disease, is the highest ever recorded. Our firm, which represents miners in their black lung disability lung claims, has seen this epidemic firsthand. We're currently representing hundreds of mining families and we have more individuals walking through our doors with progressive massive fibrosis than ever before. The resurgence of this disease is being driven in large part by miners' increased exposure to silica dust. Um, silica dust is more toxic than coal dust, and miners with black lung disease are now younger and sicker than ever before. Um, cases of this, of the most severe form of, the, of black lung disease, are Often diagnosed in minors with as little as eight years of experience, these are not always minors that have been able to work a full career, it's interrupting careers, um, and in minors who are as young as in their 30s and early 40s. So I say all of this just to emphasize that black lung disease is not something of the past, though it is something that has affected families for generations, but it's also continues to be a crisis right now. And that's why we're working so hard to support the revenue for the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund. So, after miners develop Black Lung, the long and complicated process of applying for their Black Lung benefits begins. In many cases, the coal company the miner worked for is responsible for paying these modest benefits. And after years in a legal battle with their previous employers, many miners will win their benefits. But the trust fund steps in when a coal miner's employer is bankrupt, when no coal operator can be identified as responsible for paying benefits, when a coal company did not uh, did not post sufficient collateral with the Department of Labor in order to cover their black long liability, and it also pays interim benefits to miners when the coal companies uh, uh, appeal their cases. So as miners are going through their legal battles, they do receive interim benefits and health care from the trust fund. The fund provides um, very small monthly payments of less than $700 per month for a single minor and the medical benefits to these minors and their um, surviving dependents. The stipends matter to minors and their families and the health insurance benefits can make all the difference in the world. So last week we released a brief report outlining some key aspects of the trust fund. And we noted in this report in fiscal year 2021 over 149 million in black loan compensation was paid from the trust fund to minors and their families in 47 states. However, some of the, the beneficiaries of these payments are concentrated in particular states, including West Virginia. In West Virginia alone, over $38 million in payments from the trust fund in 2021, or approximately 25% of the total annual payout from the fund went to West Virginia families. As of September, 2021, including both trust fund and those miners who have won their benefits from companies, there are approximately 4,423 West Virginia miners and families currently receiving Black lung benefits. So unfortunately, in spite of how important and critical this fund is and that these benefits are, we're still having trouble getting the message through the Congress. So due to congressional inaction at the end of last year, the sole funding source for the trust fund was cut by more than half when the new year began. The trust fund is solely funded by revenue from the black lung excise tax. And unfortunately, even though there is this source of revenue for the fund, the trust fund has been plagued by debt almost since its inception. It's over currently over $4 billion in debt. The excise tax is paid by coal companies per ton of coal sold domestically. And because the, and I just wanna emphasize that because the trust fund pays for benefits in cases where the miner's employer has gone bankrupt, it's more important now than ever before as a wave of, of coal industry bankruptcies and transference of liability onto the trust fund becomes more and more common. You know, it's, it's truly critical to maintain this fund, um, but unfortunately, the solvency of the fund was in jeopardy before the tax was cut at the end of the year, and now it's jeopardized even further um, by that cut. So now, at this moment, more than 65 organizations, including the Mine Workers and National Black Lung Associations and allied organizations across the country, are asking Congress to fix this problem immediately and reinstate the current, the past rate of the Black Lung Excise Tax to help shore up the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund. Truly, we feel that it's incredibly unacceptable that this excise tax was cut. It's a very small thing to ask for, for the continuation of this tax at its very low rate. We're just asking for a continuation of the status quo. Senators and repre- representatives often pledge their support for minors and their families but we don't see those words realized through action often enough. Coal miners risk their lives to power this country. They deserve our support to make sure that the trust fund remains solvent into the future.
0: That was Rebecca Shelton with Appalachian Citizens Law Center. Next, we hear from Vonda Robinson, a coal miner's wife and Black Lung Association leader, and Arvin Hanshaw, a disabled miner from West Virginia.
2: You'll have to excuse my voice. I have been sick. Um, my name is Vonda Robinson. I am the vice president over the National Black Lung Association and helping with the uh, Chapter 2 in Southwest Virginia. Um, I live in Nicholsville, Virginia. Um, my husband was diagnosed at 47 with black lung, and um, he, that was actually a shock, you know, being that young, but he had almost 28 years in the mind. And Without the excise tax, I just talked to um, the coal company this morning they're actually going to pay for his eloquence too which he has pulmonary immunisms in his lungs he has. So that was good because if right now we're looking at if we didn't have the card that pays a hundred percent on his um, on his medical anything to do with his harder lungs and all of his prescriptions, we would be looking at around six thousand dollars a month. So there's no way that we could afford that, and um, we really need this excise tax pass because, you know, there's no way that we could actually afford that, and that card is, you know, tremendously helping us a lot. And um, I just want to make let everybody know that I've been working with different ones in Southwest Virginia, trying to help them with um, their black lung. I've worked real close with Mark Warner, Senator Mark Warner, uh, we actually worked on a widow's bill um, trying to get it passed. I've been helping widows um, actually, rece- you know, get their payments. And, you know, if, if you could just see how, how important this is, even for the widows, uh, even for the men, you know, we really need help. I worked and went to D.C. and different things. And, you know, the miners are getting tired. You know, we, we work and it's always one year, one year, one year. And it would be good if we could get the four-year extension to help the miners, because they depend on this. The widows depend on this. And if you all could do anything to help us, we would greatly appreciate it. And, you know, just try to do something in Southwest Virginia and national national wise with everything. And um, like I said, you know, that card is gold to law the men, um, because, there's no way that, you know, we could pay five and six thousand dollars a month for his medicine. But, you know, if y'all have any questions you can ask and I'll turn it over to Arvin.
3: Uh, yes, my name is uh Arvin Hanshaw. Uh I live in Somersville, West Virginia, near Somersville. I went into the mines in nineteen seventy eight and uh and I come in contact with uh first signs of um uh black lung uh 12 years after i was in the mines and uh it's been getting worse ever since and right now i've I've got uh I, i took more 30 35 years in the underground at the face and and uh over the period of time uh right now i've got complicated pneumoconiosis with progressive fibrosis it's in the last stage and uh it hinders your black lung hinders your uh, ability to do what you once done before, and uh, in night in, in in 2012 I I had to come out of the mines and 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 quit working on account of the black lung was so bad that I couldn't the doctors wouldn't let me uh, go back, and uh, and I fought for my black lung and stuff and and finally i got it and um, but over the period of years that we take uh take a look at it these companies is that's uh, responsible for your your black and stuff these uh, and, and everything uh whenever they you work for them they take and uh, at the end of it they file bankruptcy and whenever they file bankruptcy it always it turns over to the trust fund well, we, I've taken been noticing that uh, some of these companies, they just open up in a different name. And whenever they get through, they, they take out bankruptcy again. And, uh, you know, this excise tax we, needs to be, uh, we need this here uh, excise tax because uh, uh, it's uh, uh, the companies is supposed to pay it and uh, they they cut it in half which the excise tax right now the fund is it's 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 pretty it's in jeopardy right now and if they take cut it down and the way it is uh, half it's it's going to get even more and it's going to get to where the uh, the taxpayers has to pick up the 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 part of it uh i, I you know we take a look at uh, we put these here representatives in office to for for our benefits Uh, it's it's on both sides of the aisle. coat miners uh, black lung don't it don't take and uh uh uh, hit just one side it's it's both sides so it's both sides that puts these here representatives in office in congress and stuff like that uh, for the benefit to to help the people and you know that and i i I believe they need to be doing that. And uh, so uh, they take taken uh, uh, file bankruptcy to get out of it, and then it falls over to the trust fund. See, the coal companies say <laughs> they we, they need to pay this excise tax uh, to keep it going, keep the fund going, because it takes and. Um, uh uh helps out with the with the bills uh, the 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 medical bills and stuff like that and uh you know they just, companies just do that, just try to get it out of it and they, and they should be, it should be passed. The excise tax, not only for four years, we, we'd like to take and get it uh, to be extended that uh, that Congress and them take and help us to get it extended to uh, uh, 10 years. And that way we wouldn't have to worry about uh, whether or not we're, we're going to get our benefits. And uh, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're here in West Virginia, that's uh, that there's a lot a lot of people that looks up to our senators and stuff in office and, and Manson's one of them. And, and uh, you know, uh, I've known a lot of uh, different ones. It's that's, that's across the aisle is the uh, voted for him to be in there because he was, for, you know, for West Virginia and the help of West Virginia and uh so, and talk about the, the our our young coal miners that's coming up. I got nephews that's that's in the mines right now. That's that's real young. It's saying that they they um, they're short winded and stuff, and and uh, it's it's because that it, uh, we take a look at it. they they they're they're mining in different... Whenever I was in the coal mines uh, working, at, that we. In other words, I caught the gravy coal. We got the gravy coal, and we still got contacted with with the black lung. And uh, so these young guys, uh, they're cutting more rock, more silica. And uh, we're we're much uh, concerned about that because they are our, our younger coal miners. Is, it's uh, contacting the black lung early in their life. and And let me tell you, having a black lung it's 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 not no easy way it's a it's a bad web life you can't do things and and uh, that you'd love to do i i would love to work until just this past march which i was 65 years old and uh but i had come out in 12. In in 2012, because of the disease that you that are contacted working in the mines to to feed my family, to take care of my family and stuff, and uh, actually we need this we need it uh, we need to, uh this excise tax to be passed uh, for a longer term uh, because people that's on black lung and stuff uh, they use that to take and uh, to supplement their uh, help with their uh, uh, medical bills and their and their um, and other bills all of us here at the black lung associations and stuff around the country different states is working trying to uh, to get it to where hey it's good for you know it helps everybody that's that's been in in the minds and stuff and needs the help Uh, You know, that's what I have and and I appreciate you having me on here.
0: For many years, miners and their families have been fighting for a long-term extension of the excise tax at the previous or higher rates. Chelsea Barnes, who is based in Norton, Virginia, is Appalachian Voice's legislative director. She described this history and the urgent need for a multi-year extension of the fees. On January 1st, the sole source of
4: revenue for the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund was cut in half after Congress failed to extend the Black Lung Excise Tax before the end of the year. The Build Back Better Act that stalled in the Senate includes a four-year extension to the tax at the higher historic rate. Since that legislation failed to pass Congress at the end of the year, the tax rate has now been cut by more than half. Now minors and their families who count on Black Lung benefits are under a cloud of uncertainty. Unfortunately, this is not the first time that miners and their families have seen Congress fail to step up on their behalf and extend this important tax. Three years ago, Congress failed to act and funding was cut in half in 2019, pushing the trust fund deeper into debt. Funding was restored the next year, but Congress has now fallen back into its old habits. So, what does this mean for miners with Black lung and their families? The year to year instability of this fund and long term uncertainty create undue stress for coal miners and their families. And what does this mean for the public? When coal companies are let off the hook for these costs, they fall on the shoulders of the taxpayer. Coal companies aren't held accountable for the disease that they are causing and the taxpayers pick up the bill. This uncertainty and the mounting debt and the need for coal companies to pay these miners and their families what they deserve are exactly why advocates are asking for a longer term 10-year extension of the bill. Earlier in 2021, Senator Manchin introduced the Black Lung Benefits Disability Trust Fund Act of 2021, which extends the excise tax for 10 years, but that legislation is not advanced. That 10-year extension provides longer-term security for the fund and the minors who depend on it compared to the short-term one-year extensions. Instead of this bill moving forward, a four-year extension was included in the Build Back Better Act, which is now in jeopardy following Senator Manchin's opposition. To be clear, we are happy to see the excise tax extended through any avenue that Congress provides, and we're pushing for multi-year extension. For the past few years, we've only had single-year extensions. A 10-year extension is a historically set precedent that we think is right to reenact. Four years was certainly better than one or zero, um, but longer-term extension will provide the certainty that coal miners and their families deserve. Because the Build Back Better Act has not yet passed, and there was no other plan to pass an extension of the tax in 2021, once again, the trust fund is piling up more debt and taxpayers are picking up the tab as the benefits that Myers have earned are put under a cloud of uncertainty. Based on 2021 revenue, we can estimate that the trust fund is losing approximately $2.8 million per week due to Congress's inaction. The amount, this amounts to new tax benefits for coal companies and new expenses that fall on taxpayers. If Congress doesn't act to extend the historic rate, the trust fund's debt could skyrocket to over $15 billion by 2050. This is a burden paid by taxpayers and not the coal companies who are causing the disease. So the letter sent to Congress this week was signed by more than 67 organizations across the country, as well as 15 leaders of the Black Lung Association and the United Mine Workers of America. They signed because they know the difference that these benefits make in communities and for thousands and thousands of families who earn these benefits and deserve support now that they suffer from the impacts of this terrible disease. We are hopeful that Congress will listen to coal miners and communities that rely on coal and move swiftly to extend the excise tax, whether as part of the Build Back Better Act or another legislative vehicle. Thousands of coal miners and their families across the country rely on this trust fund to make ends meet Restoring the tax rate to the 2021 level is absolutely vital to ensuring that these families have the benefits they were promised and access to the health care they so desperately need.
0: In a question and answer session at the end of the press conference, it was asked if Black Lung Association members and supporters would be working on other issues if they weren't having to continually fight to keep the excise tax. Vonda, Rebecca, and Arvin responded.
2: This is Vonda. Uh Vice President of the National Black Line, um, I can speak for that because I get a lot of phone calls and stuff with people. Um, you know, just like when we came into this first, we was we was not knowledgeable of what we needed to do and where we needed to go. And I've been helping a lot of miners here. You know, trying to you know, send them in the right direction, telling them where they need to go, what they need to do. Um, if you know, we could help other miners and the widows. I've been helping the widows a lot too. Um, we could actually focus on that and giving people more information on what they need to do. We didn't always have to, you know, do the excise tax. Um, that would free us up to, you know, do more seminars to make people, you know, about the silica, about the black lung, about the benefits, how you go about it and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I would, I would just emphasize that I think that Vonda makes an important point, point. it's that there are other policy issues that I think we're all working on, and, and you named some of them, Vonda, and Arvin. you mentioned them too, in terms of just trying to prevent this disease by uh, enacting a silica standard in the mines. Uh, you know, currently miner, coal miners um, are the only workers in this nation that are not protected from silica, um, which is unimaginable, really, but it is the reality. And the other piece is that we are working to, we've been focused so much on just maintaining the status quo of the excise tax, and we know that there's going to, that the trust fund needs a bigger solution. Um, you know, we need to be thinking more long-term right now as the industry dynamic changes and, we haven't, honestly haven't had the capacity to do that because we're just triaging in the present moment trying to keep this, this small tax alive and online. And as Vonda said, Black Lung Associations and on you know, our organization too, we are there to help minors through what is already a very arduous benefits process. It's very challenging, it's a lot of paperwork, it's years and years of showing up in court that that's enough, right? We don't we don't need to have folks also worried about the the benefit structure and whether or not there's going to be funding.
3: My name is Arvin Uh I've got something to say about the, the silica. Uh, the silica, you know, this right now, the they're cutting. Whenever I took and left out of mines, I was cutting four foot of rock for like 25 to 30 inches of coal, and uh, the silica has went up. They're, they're cutting more rock to get to, get the coal, and uh, it's it's causing this silica, uh, and this silica, whenever it hits your lungs, it don't come out of it. Uh, it just hardens up. The, uh, now, the coal dust, you can call some of it out. But uh, the silica, it, it just goes in there and it cuts and it causes uh, the or the problem that they have that um, uh, pneumoconiosis. Uh, uh, so uh, we need the standard on that too. We we need a, a, a standard, you know, a lower standard on our silica dust and stuff that's going out that uh, the miners is, uh, is uh, in contact with and uh, everything. So that's what I wanted to thank you for letting me.
0: You've been listening to a January 14th press conference urging Congress to take immediate action to restore funding for the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund. On January 20th, Representatives Bobby Scott from Eastern Virginia and Alma Adams from North Carolina introduced the Black Long Benefits Disability Trust Fund Solvency Act of 2022 to extend the coal excise tax for 10 years. They were joined by original co-sponsors Representative John Yarmuth from Kentucky and Representative Matt Cartwright from Pennsylvania. You can find more information at the Appalachian Citizens Law Center and Appalachian Voices' websites and Facebook pages. If you want to contact members of Congress about this bill, you can reach them by email or calling 202-224-3121. Thank you for listening to Making Connections News. I'm your host, Mimi Pickering from WMMT Mountain Community Radio.